Hey, welcome to Barreled in Truth Podcast. My name is Devin. And my name is Torio. And here on Barreled in Truth, we're going to be talking about all things in life with a biblical reformed perspective while we drink a glass of bourbon and smoke a cigar. Yo, what's going on, guys? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Barreled in Truth today. Man, we are super excited to be back in the saddle today, man. Um, we've uh, kind of gone through some stuff these past two weeks, and uh, mm-hmm. we are ready to be recording again. Um, this first episode is just going to be kind of talking about um, our lives uh, in these past two weeks and just, you know, diving in um, to what we've been going through, you know, just kind of chopping it up. You know, we want you guys to be a part of what we do on a on a weekly basis anyway. And that's kind of what this is, just kind of chopping it up, talking. Yeah, just hanging out. Yep. yep. Like, because <clears throat> the thing about our podcast is, you know, you know, we we don't have we can talk about anything. You know, that was always our vision with Barreled and Truth to be a podcast that's just like a real life. Like we we are bringing y'all into what it looks like for us to just sit down and hang out, get together. You know, while we enjoy some bourbon, smoke a cigar, and just hang out. Like that's so. And a lot sometimes that doesn't look structured. Sometimes that just looks like us hanging out and talking. Facts. So you know that being said, how has your week been? My week's been kind of crazy, man. So you started a new job. Yeah, you know, this week Monday I started a new job. Um, I'm working for American Homes uh, now, which is kind of like a, a maintenance job. I'm going in and um, like kind of renovating houses. I got vendors that work for me that go in and fix some stuff. So. I got vendors. You heard them, y'all. <laughs> Humble yeah, flex. Yeah, man. It's it's been pretty cool. I've been doing a lot of online training, which is crazy boring. But I mean, it's all good. Um, the week before. Uh, was very rough. Uh, we had a family member pass away. My wife's brother passed away. Um, you know, and that affected, of course, Sarah and Satorio as well. Yeah. Because um, you, you guys know that Sarah and Carly are sisters. So uh, we had a death in the family. Um, it was rough. It was hard. Uh, definitely being here for Carly. And I, I've known him for 10 years, so it was rough on me too. But um, me, being in biblical manhood, you know, it's been difficult. To, to be that backbone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you... It's never easy, you know, when tragedy hits, you know, losing a loved one. Um, because a lot of thoughts come to your mind. Um, a lot of thoughts come to play. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Lord really, you know, during that time, He really allowed some growth to happen. For and sure. all of us, in different ways, that was very much needed. You know, you don't know where you are spiritually until tragedy hits and i think it exposes not only where you are spiritually you know when tragedy hits but it also exposes the areas in your life where you need to grow oh 100 man and you know what's crazy is that me and carly had some of the best talks that we've ever had after that happened but i mean that's what god does you know faith is tested we have to be cut you know we talk about this all the time is we you know we have to be cut Yep. to grow yep. you know we all everybody's heard in their life no pain no gain you know and that's that's what has to happen mm-hmm. in a christian's life you know chris says it all the time this is a crawl not a sprint you know sanctification takes time and man that's i feel like this week has really really been that for yeah, me I mean, for it, us you know <clears throat> the irony of it is you know we just recorded two episodes on you know, why do bad things happen and whatnot? And, you know, we kind of, 
we kind of worked through some of that theology of just a theology of suffering and, you know, the Christian response to suffering. And right after that, you know, we lose a loved one. So we are giving y'all, you know, theology in real time. You know, we're we are not saying anything to you guys that we don't walk out. Oh, bro. For, I mean, and and that that was the crazy part. We just made an episode on this. And then this happens. Yeah. And I mean, I literally called Chatorio and was like, you know, it is it is very, very easy to talk about these things, but it's very different to walk them out. That's that that yeah. is huge, man. Like we can sit here and talk about God's sovereignty being sovereign over everything, and we can talk about how we're supposed to to act in situations of suffering and the seasons we go through, but when you gotta walk that out, it makes that real. And that realness of it is it's hard, man, but that's why we have fellowship. That's why we have people in our lives. That's why we have Jesus to find our peace and rest in. That's right. I mean, you know, your your theology will be tested. Your theology will be tested. You know, I, you say you believe this. Okay, let's play ball then. We're going to see. You know, I mean, you know, God, he very often, and we see it all throughout Scripture where, there's these biblical truths that were lived out through real life experience. So the things that we say to you guys, obviously it comes from scripture. Mm-hmm. The Bible's our final authority for everything and faith and in practice. But, you know, furthermore, we are walking the very theology that we believe and proclaim. And, yep. you know, that loss was in real time a test you know, of do we really believe what we say? Come on, you man. Know, do we really believe that God is sovereign? We just lost someone that, you know, we love, that our brides love, you know, their brother, my wife and his wife's brother. They are broken right now. They are hurting. And now we're having to, you know, shepherd and really, you know, be there for our brides while they are grieving and mourning the loss of their brother. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're tested in a couple of different ways. Fact. You know, we're tested in, do we believe the sovereignty of God? And then we're also having to f- work out what does it look like to be there for our brides during this time, you know? And being led by the Holy Spirit, because you can't just tell your, you can't just tell your, you know, we can't just tell our wives, you know, just get, you know, get up and get over it. We can't tell them to just get up and walk. So, you know, we have to have a close relationship with the Holy Spirit so we can know when the right time is to really begin to remind them what the scripture says. Yeah, man. Like, you know, in, in times like this, we know that we're weak. And we, we have to solely rely on the spiritual strength of the Holy Spirit. Like, we have to do that in these times because there's nothing that we can do in the flesh that's going to get us through this season. It's it's impossible. Yeah. You know, we would be we would be in shambles, man, even more than we are now. But, man, I can tell you all that, you know, it's been, it's been difficult, but there's been a, a sense of peace in my life through this whole thing because of because of Christ, man. And, and and it messes you up. It throws your mental off. It throws your routine off. It threw mine off, man. It was rough. Me and him normally talk every day. It was like a week and a half. We didn't even speak at all. And yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was, was so weird. 
I mean, I think even, you know, Michael, y'all don't see him, but he's he's the man behind the camera. Even for him, yep. you know, I think even he was impacted. And just let's take a moment to publicly honor Michael. Yeah, Because for sure. he showed up to the funeral. Yeah, yeah, he did. Hey, and that's crazy because, so we had the funeral and stuff. Um, they actually asked me to speak, which was nuts. Uh, so I went up there and I spoke and everything, you know, just did what I could. Um I told I was told I did great, so I guess I did good. But uh, afterwards, you know, I was just kind of standing there with the family, you know, hugging people, talking to people and stuff. And I see Michael, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Yo, bro, you came?" And he was like, "Of course I came, bro. I love you." And I was like, "Dang!" Like my wife cried in the car because she was like, "I can't believe Michael showed up," you know. And that that yeah. really talks like light years of what what you can build, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the fellowship you have with people is nuts, man. Michael's Michael's the GOAT. Yeah, Michael's the man, you know, and we will have him on camera for you guys soon so you can hear his voice. He he has a story to tell. For um, sure. And y'all will hear it soon, real soon. You guys will hear it. I'm but excited yeah, I, for that episode. My, and, you know, we love Michael. My wife, you know, she raves about Michael all the time. You know, she cried a couple nights ago because of the fact that you came to the funeral she was just like man i love michael he is crazy you know a lot of men are creepy and my wife will tell you that yep facts and she says all the time you know two guys that i'm not afraid to be around is devin and my and devin and uh michael yep you know and so yeah michael we just want to publicly you know show our appreciation for you yeah facts man like we have a great team, man. We got a great team here. You know, me we and Shatoria, we just work here, bro. We just work here. <laughs> uh, you know, but we, we put some money in. We buy some stuff, you know. But that's, I mean, we just work here, man. You know, we we got Michael that, that handles all of our audio <coughs> stuff and, and all the editing and stuff like that. You know, my wife takes professional photos for us. You know, Sarah handles all of our social media stuff. Yeah, um, we get to do the fun emails. part, man. We get yeah, to just man. talk. Like, yeah. I, I love this. That's, that's what, I mean, I hope you all know that, that that we're not doing this in a sense of oh we want to we want to make money off of this man, man we do this regardless if this camera and this microphone is in front of me yeah, like this is, this is normal do. this is completely normal you know and uh we're just super excited to be able to share that with you guys man it's it's awesome and how's how's your week been man how you been doing man it's been it has been busy you know cuz i took some time off of work um i changed jobs Actually, honestly, by the time this episode actually gets uploaded, you'll probably be done with your training. Yep, I'll definitely be done with my training. Um, But, yeah, I started a new job. I am approaching my third week there. I work at a bank. and Well, I work for the bank. I get to work from home, which is also a blessing. I get to work from home full time. But, yeah, so it's been busy because, you know, I took that month off work. I used some paid time off from my previous job, so I was able to kind of chill and just be at home, take knock out some things that needed to be done at home, and just kind of give my bride that break from, you know, taking care of the kids 24-7. And so it was very relaxing. Like, during that time, I was on the phone with you all the time. I called him while he was working, bro, while he was working at his uh, <laughs> old job. So now, you know, I went from being able to kind of have my own routine every day do whatever i want freely to you know i'm back working you know eight to five facts and so i've been learning but also i've never had a first shift job yeah they clown me all the time about it 
you know, him, Chris, Michael, everybody always mess with me about it because I always had the worst schedule. I always missed everything. I missed all the events. I could never go to the <laughs> family functions facts, because never. I would be at work while everybody's out. But now, by God's grace, I have a first shift job and I ain't never going back. And don't know how to I act. Ain't never going back. So it's been <laughs> a, it's been an adjustment. I definitely don't know how to act. You can't tell me nothing. I get to see the sunlight when I get off. Kidding me? That's yeah, crazy. So bro. it's been nice. Um, it's been busy just trying to learn the new job and kind of get used to that routine of things. But you know, it has been busy, and you know, I was thinking on my way here today, like man, just kind of where what has the Lord been, you know, doing in my heart and in my life, um, in my personal, just in my own personal reading. I've been reading through the Gospel of Mark. And just kind of meditating on the life of Jesus. I told Devin and Michael and Chris, a couple of guys from the church, that you know this year I was going to dedicate my personal reading to just going through the Gospels over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that's where I'm reading. I'm just in the Gospels. I just want more Jesus. I want to know everything about Jesus. I want to see his ministry, his life, his teachings, and I want to grow closer to him. And it has been a roller coaster of a journey. The Lord has really exposed in my heart just some stuff that I need to lay at his feet. You know, one of the things that God really revealed to me just in my own personal growth is I idolize convenience. So we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, I, I told y'all, we're going to keep it real here. I'm exposing myself. You know, I yeah, idolize facts. convenience. I hate being inconvenienced. My flesh burns at the idea of being inconvenienced. And these past couple of weeks, the Lord has taken a knife and slashed that tire. <laughs> like So I, that's kind of what I've been wrestling through and being sanctified through. You know, sanctification does not always feel good. Facts, man. I mean, and, and no. conveniences, I feel like that is something that a lot more people struggle with than they really let on to, to yeah. believe. You know, like a lot of people deep down, they feel that. Because I have felt that before. Um, I, you know, by the grace of God, I was able to, to, get past the, to get past that to an extent. I don't get me wrong. There's still times where I feel that. But... You know that was that was something that I had to deal with early in my marriage and stuff too because I was the same way. I was just getting I'd get really irritated, irritable, you know, just grumpy for no reason because one little thing didn't go like I wanted it to, and yeah. it was like, you know, come on, man. You know, yeah. God was like, all right, bro, if you don't want to be inconvenienced, I'm gonna inconvenience you, <laughs> and let's see how you react. Yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. A lot of times, the very thing that you you pray for. Like if you pray for patience or, you know, whatever it is that you pray for or whatever that struggle is, a lot of times God will put it right in your face. Oh, facts. So that you can grow in that area. Yep. Um, and it, it, he exposes you. You know, he's a good father and, you know, he has to grow us. There has to be some growing pains in the spiritual life of a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, sanctification is painful sometimes. Um, you know, yesterday, just yesterday, and I told I told Sarah I was gonna find a way 
to use this in a sermon illustration or on the podcast. Now's that time. Uh, yesterday, we were outside. We went outside and went for a walk after I got off. And we took um, Ezra, uh, my youngest son, and he's one years old. And he's little. He is just a little stinker. And, you know, he um, he has this little bike it's not really a real bike, obviously, because he's one and a half years old, but he can kind of sit on it and just move his little feet. Well, the way our street is, our street, it's a slight hill. It kind of goes like that. And obviously, you know, when you're when you are on a bike and you're going up a hill, it's always easier, e harder to go up than it is to go down. And. I mean, you know how small Ezra is. Yeah, a little stink. Man, it took forever. I mean, it took forever for us to get from my driveway all the way to the stop sign. <laughs> and like the whole time, he, he'll he go a little bit. He'll stop. He'll like veer all the way to the right, <laughs> veer all the way to the left. And every time he veers, I would have to kind of correct him. And then, like, he would stop a little bit, and I'd have to kind of give him a nudge, and he would keep on going. And <laughs> then he getting tired. And then sometimes he would have, like, those little strides where he just kind of burst. Like, he's kind of, like, okay. And then he'll go back to veering to the right, veering to the <laughs> left, stopping. And it was just this ongoing cycle of veering off, veering off, slowing down, me nudging him, me correcting him, until we finally made it to the top. And the whole time we we're doing it, I was like, man, this is what sanctification looks like. Facts. This is what the Christian life looks like. And it, I mean, it's the Holy Spirit can use anything. Mm. And the Holy Spirit used that scenario because that's what the sanctification looks like. You know, at, you know, often as Christians, you know, we, we veer off to the mm -hmm. right, we veer off to the left. We go no, we go to this area where we ain't got no business going. We kind of we fall off track. We stop progressing in our growth. And the whole time, the Holy Spirit is just, you know, nudging us, correcting us, getting us back on track. And then, you know, those little speed bursts that Ezra had, I look Being at that on as... fire, bro. That, 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 that kind of looks like when the Christian's on fire, right? Yep. You know those seasons when you're on fire for God, everything clicking, mm -hmm. you waking up early to read your Bible, drink your coffee, you praying, you texting people, checking up on them, you killing it for the kingdom. Those little speed bursts he had, that's what I thought about. Yeah, facts. And then, you know, he back off. That's what we do, right? Mm -hmm. We'll be on track, and then we'll get comfortable. We begin to slow down. We begin to not do the things that we normally do, you know, in our walk with Jesus. And, you know, that, you know, that really just, it clicked doing that. Man, that's, this is what my life looks like facts bro i mean we constantly do that we talk all the time that we're repeat offenders of sin yeah we constantly veer left and right i mean i probably do a loop-de-loop -loop, bro like I'm telling you <laughs> I, I ain't just veering bro i'm going all the way back dog I'm like telling you i'm i know i'm uh, <laughs> deeply a mess well, i'm, tell and, I'm and, telling you man and thankfully still loved by god right facts that that's the thing that's the thing yeah. you know we 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 walk through these doors and we close them, and God's on the other side. Like I'll wait till you get back. Still loves you. Like man, when, when Jesus was going to get crucified and Peter denied him three times, and God looked at him in in his eyes and was just, you know, I love you. Like, yeah, that's, that's that's such a beautiful picture of Christ in our life. Yeah, you know, even though that we. Comp 
completely commit adultery and idolatry against him and we complete completely are repeat offenders of sin he still loves us and that's that's what's crazy man um one of the things that i've been really working on this past week um is being more um adamant about reading with carly okay so she actually came to me the other day i was like hey babe um I just wanted to to talk to you for a second. I was like, all right, what's up? She was like, hey, um, you know, I know, like, you read and stuff like that. But, you know, I know that you're wanting to be a pastor and all this. And I remember you telling me that you have to lead at home before you can lead at church. And I was like, okay, I got you. And she was Ooh. like, and, and you do that in every situation, but I really want you to take the lead on me and you reading together. And I was like, okay. She was like, because I see you read, and this is this is what she hit me with. She said, "You you you talk to me a lot about God. You do every every conversation we have is is most of the time you bring up God in some some scenario." But she was like, "But sometimes I feel like you be preaching to TikTok more than you preach to me." Ah! Oh, that hurt. Oh, oh, that hurt. Gosh. So I was like, I bet. So. Um, that was something that I have been working on. And, and this wasn't just the other day. It's been like months ago, right, that she's been talking to me about this. So I've been trying to make it a point to, hey, babe, I just got off work. You're off work. We've been chilling for a minute. Let's let's go in this in this book. Let's read this. Let's do this. So recently we have been going through um, John MacArthur's uh, devotional on James. Okay. Insane. Yeah. That devotional is nuts. And you know what's crazy? <clears throat> and we talked about this on Sunday night. Is uh Carly, because I've taken that time to read with her and explain to her things that she doesn't understand, um, she was preaching to me the other day, bro. Come on. This girl was on the couch and she was like, Babe, you know what? She was you know, like when they know something, right? You know, when they know something, you know what I mean? They, they get hyped. Hey, they they be get excited. Hyped. She said, she said, babe, you know what? She was like, you know, it's crazy because when you're on fire, that's like your flesh wanting to read the Bible. She was like, but when you're not, that's that's when your faith is really tested. Are you still going to do this? Are you still going to read? Even though you're not on fire and you don't want to, are you still going to read your Bible? She was like, I get it now. Come on. But, I mean, that makes so much sense, man. And, and it's crazy how God will work through other people to, to tell you what you need to hear. Because there's often times that I might, dang, man, I don't feel like reading today, bro. I, I'm tired, man. I just want to go to bed, you know. I've, been, I've had a long day. I'm ready to go lay down. I've had those moments, especially these past two weeks. Mm-hmm. And her saying that to me the other week was just like. Yeah, that, that was okay so you're telling me even even when i'm not on fire i need to i need to practice my my discipline and i need to get in there and read my bible no matter if i want to or not because we'll sit there and scroll on tiktok for three hours and not get tired i'm guilty but we pull the bible up and we get tired all of a sudden oh yeah you know what i'm saying start you start yawning but that's crazy bro that makes me think of um you know there was a quote I, I saw when I was studying um, this past weekend by Robert Murray Machen, he said, it is the mark of a hypocrite to be a Christian everywhere except at home. Boy, come on. 
Yeah, you know, mm. I saw that and I was just like, man, like that hurt because it's so true, man. It it, it doesn't matter if it ain't happening at home. You know, and, and one that. of the and you know, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does is he empowers us to do things we don't feel like doing. One hundred percent, and that's a whole episode in itself. Oh, and, bro. and I'm sure we will be revisiting that, you know, plenty of times. But you know, the Holy mm. Spirit Mm-mm-mm. will give us the strength and empower us with the supernatural strength to do things we don't feel like doing. Because there are going to be times, husbands that are listening, when you are not going to feel like leading spiritually. There are going to be times where you are not going to feel like speaking truth over your bride and over your family because you're tired, you're worn out, and you just want to relax and be left alone. I get it. Bro, hold on. I want to sit on that for a second. I because get because it. listen to this, man. Like, so I've been having to work from home this week um, for like four days because I'm doing online training and I got to do it for the next three weeks. So something that I've been doing lately because I've been at home is I've been waking up early and I've been getting up and I've been going in. Uh, so me and my wife, little backstory, me and my wife had this system. She does the kitchen. I do the living room and the laundry. That's how we make everything right so that we don't feel like one person doing more than the other one. You know what I'm saying? Just something cool, little system we got in place. Well, I know this has been rough for her these past couple of weeks. So I've been yeah. waking up early and I've been cleaning the whole house before she wakes up and then going and getting her food so I can give her food in bed. So I've been doing that every morning before I go to work. Not counting the fact that your boy's staying up to like one o'clock in the morning with her because she's happy at night. And that's what that's when I want to spend the Ooh, most time with her. One right? o'clock. Ooh, what time you gotta wake, be up? Waking up at six. Ugh. So and this isn't to say, you know, oh, look at me. That's, tough. that's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing here is showing you that I could not do that it without ain't a flex. without the strength of the Holy Spirit helping me do that, man. But I'm convicted over that because I want to leave my wife well. Yeah, I am. I am trying to become a pastor, right? I, I want to get ordained. Like this is something that I, I feel called to do. I'm called to ministry, um, and I need to make sure that I'm doing that now before I actually get the title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Doctor Buckley, who preached at my ordination. Um, I don't know if he'll ever listen to our podcast or not. He's busy. He's now a professor at a college, but. Dr. Marcus Buckley, when he was my pastor, he had a he had a saying he would always tell me because at that time he was really, you know, training me up to, you know, be prepared for ministry. And one of the things he used to always say to me is, don't wait until you get the title to start doing what God's called you to do. Do it now. Um, So, you know. So, yeah, man. But, yo, that's kind of what's been going on in our lives, y'all. You know, we just, you know, we are regular, degular people. We just a bunch of wretched sinners that were saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in, in Christ, Christ alone, alone, you know, and that's that's just who mm. we are, you know, and that's just, we kind of wanted to let you guys take a little deep dive into how the last couple of weeks been going, what the Lord's been doing in our lives. You know, Facts. So. Yeah, man, like, that's something that I love about this podcast is, <clears throat> excuse me um you know a lot of people you know you get to go to church you get to watch the pastor you know what i'm saying um if you're in a big church you don't really get a whole bunch of time with the pastor outside of church yeah um and i love this podcast because you get to see 
what we are like. You guys get to see kind of what we do behind the videos, you know, like we post these videos and stuff, but you actually get to, to see us in our real life scenarios, you know, um, what really goes on behind, behind the scenes and, you know, kind of what we struggle with. That's, that's something that I want to do, um, like every few episodes, just do a check in with us and, gotta uh, do it. yeah, man, like be able to see kind of what we're struggling with, how we're getting through it. Um, I think those episodes would be really helpful to you guys because, I mean, that's that's the, the main focus of the podcast of Barrett on Truth is to talk about bourbon cigars and um, to talk about Jesus, man. Yep. Yeah, man. I, I agree with everything he said. So until next time, y'all. Facts, man. I'm, I'm super excited to be doing this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Um, we are very excited, man. We've do, been doing some pretty crazy numbers. And, uh, man, just thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for, for tuning in and listening to us to, to us ramble on. You yeah, know, shout out to um, y'all for hey, real quick, algorithm, algorithm. <laughs> facts, facts. And before we do leave, though, today we are, we are sipping on some conviction. This is a store pick I picked up in Greenwood, South Carolina, and some Maker's Mark, courtesy of our boy Michael back there. So love it. We're drinking out some coffee cups today because we ratchet, you know. But uh, we'll ghetto. <laughs> I'm wearing a do rag next show, y'all. Hey, come on, come on. I'll wear a wife beater, you know what I'm saying? But hey, man, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, man. Uh, we, we really, really do appreciate it. And y'all keep drinking bourbon, smoking cigars, and reading your Bibles, man. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace. Peace.